Hi Emmaus, welcome back to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode 31, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. Back in the studio today with Kennedy. Hey everyone. I feel like we just did this, Kennedy. Yeah, we because did. Because we, did. we so, did. Okay, so after this week, I think we finally have to let Jaron back on the mic because he's been out for three weeks. Plus, you're about to go on a whirlwind month of travel. Are you packed? Are you ready? Yes. Well, at this point, when this one releases, I'll already be halfway through. It's too late the, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I hope I'm packed. <laughs> so we're doing Jaron today. Uh, we brought in two more guests, Jeff Hempel and Caitlin Hatfield. Woohoo! What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. Hey, Caitlin. Uh, many of you at Emmaus know Jeff, who serves as our discipleship pastor or education minister, I guess, depending on what we call, call him, whatever we call it. Uh, Jeff leads Sunday school, small groups, men's and women's ministry, membership, and so many other things uh, beyond that. I'm just so thankful for, for Jeff and what he does. Less of you at Emmaus uh, might know Caitlin, though she jumped in at Falls Creek this year as a sponsor, and I know she's been a huge encouragement to uh, to my wife. So, Caitlin, a lot of things to discuss on the podcast today, uh, but I would love to hear some about your story for you to share with Emmaus about God's work in your life. So, just share some of your testimony, uh, God's faithfulness, God's guidance, um, and so people can get to know you more. Yeah, of course. So, I was saved when I was in fourth grade. And it was one of those things where I was in private school, I was in church, so it almost felt like a, I have to do this type of thing. I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. So I actually rededicated my life when I was 18, just graduated high school. I had a better understanding of the gospel and I was about to go on my first mission trip to Nicaragua and um, I just felt more secure in my relationship and it also felt more like my decision and not so like peer pressure to get baptized. Is Oklahoma home? Yes, Oklahoma's home. So I've grown up here. I grew up in Midwest City and actually moved out to the Moore area about two years ago yeah. with my parents moved out here and I just followed them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I cut you off in Nicaragua. Go back to oh, 18. No, you're good. So, yeah. So, yes, rededicated my life when I was 18. And then, but honestly, I didn't really start really growing and strengthening my faith until this past year. Yeah. I kind of had a hard moment last the last summer and Basically, my world just kind of came crumbling down, and I really just had to lean into God in that moment. And I um, was going, I started at Emmaus around 2021, but it was like a hit and miss. I went, I started in spring of 2021, and then I went to Africa for the whole summer, and then I came back, and it was hit and miss once again. So then last July was when I really threw myself in because I was just looking for healing and really just leaning on God in that moment and this past year has really just showed me how much God can do he has he has taken stuff out of my life to protect me but he has put so many new things in my life that has just been a huge blessing so yeah, right now I feel like I am walking in a big major God story. Yeah. So no, that's, that's kind of my story that's, right now. I love that. No, that's encouraging <laughs> just to uh just to hear you say that. That's that's really fantastic. And excited to see what the Lord has for you in the years to come. Yes. Like that's going to be it's going to be fun to see what that looks like. So, um okay, guys, we're going to talk about mission trips some more, specifically the one that you three are going to be a part of. But first, we mentioned packing earlier. Maybe a quick uh discussion about packing. Are you guys like weeks ahead of time packers or, oh my, like we're leaving for the airport. Like I should put stuff in the back. Like where do you fall? I don't, 
I don't think I own enough clothes to pack early. Like, I usually do laundry, and then it goes straight so from the true. laundry into my bag. So, yes, I'm as last minute as it gets. Yeah, because if you pack too early, then you have to use, like, the, you know, low-grade The clothes you stuff. don't like. The, yeah. Wearing, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm definitely last minute. I always have the philosophy, kids don't listen to what I'm about to say, but the philosophy of, like, do tomorrow, do tomorrow, you know? Oh. And so... <laughs> I'm nervous. Like, I feel, yeah, I feel anxious just hearing. Like, when we leave, it'll be evening. So, I'm like, I can pack the day that we leave. (laughs) It'll be great. (laughs) No, I'm I'm very type A. So, I'm packing a week ahead. My my suitcase (laughs) is in the hallway. My parents are annoyed with me, and I'm just packing stuff slowly at a time. Like, (laughs) God bless you. Thank you so much for being on that that team. So, that's so much better. Uh, It's like, what is my staff doing? (laughs) So, uh, uh, packing tips, hacks, travel hacks? Like, what do you guys, anything you guys go for? Any just terrible pet peeves about packing or? I, I have, this is, so this is like a bad thing, but I hate like having stuff with me when I travel, like when I go through security and stuff. So most of the times, like when I fly, I don't, I don't have anything with me. I don't have a bag. You serious? I have a carry on. If it doesn't fit in my pockets, I don't take it. Oh, oh it's my. either in my checked luggage, which is, I mean, this is a terrible idea because oh, <laughs> fortunately I've been lucky so far and haven't like lost my luggage or anything, but I would be toast if that happened because yeah. I'd have nothing with me. Yeah. I didn't even know that was possible to walk on the plane without it. Oh, it's great. I it's actually, it's really, it's really stress free. It's great. Yeah. Wow. What about you guys? I've learned some good like packing travel hacks, but something that does bug me is like once you're on a trip. Like having to put your dirty clothes somewhere and then keep mm-hmm. them separate from your clean clothes. But then, you know, just the whole repacking, that's just a whole struggle. But uh, I have learned, especially on long flights, like what we're about to do, <laughs> just some like little things that are helpful to bring. And our team has made fun of me, but I will swear by this. The uh, There's a foot swing that you can buy. Um, wait, wait. So my... Swing, S-W-I-N-G? Yes. Foot swing. swing. I so my feet don't touch the ground when I sit on an airplane. And so which is fine for the shorter flights, but for longer flights your feet swell. And so I buy I have this foot swing that goes on the tray in front of me and you can rest your feet on it. So that way like they're not just hanging and just free falling. I just picture you there like with your feet swinging back and forth like a little kid. That's phenomenal. Oh, that's oh my word. So very helpful. Caitlin, do you own a foot swing? I do not, but honestly, I think I'm gonna buy myself one because I'm I'm tall. So on, I always go to like rest my feet up on like the seat in front of me, and obviously I can't. And so I almost just want to swing so I can rest my feet. Yeah. Well, and you can like put your feet straight out and have it rest on your legs. Yeah, so honestly, they make fun of me, but I it's pretty incredible. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. I've never seen one in real life in the wild, but the, this, in is the a, wild. this is amazing. Like, I, I love this. So, uh, okay. Well, hey, that, that went way better than I expected. So that's, that's awesome. Um, well, today we're talking about Amadeus Mission Trips, and, and we're going to actually get into a conversation a little bit later about mission trips in general that I think uh, will be really important for our church family to, to think through. First, though, I want you guys to talk about your upcoming trips. So... You're headed to Georgia. You guys going to Atlanta, Savannah, Augusta. We're actually, not seeing the Savannah bananas. You're not going to see them. Are you yeah. going to go to uh, Augusta National or go to Atlanta or? 
What about, tell me about this Georgia. <laughs> Augusta National is where they play the Masters Golf Tournament. It's in Georgia. <laughs> oh. Come on, ah, huh? man. So, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, so, but okay. you're not going to the state of Georgia, are you? No, we are no. not going to the state. All right, tell so, us about your trip. Where are you going? <laughs> we always have to clarify when we tell people, like, we're going to the country of Georgia. Much different than much the state. Um, but we'll be there. Most of our team will be there for 18 days, which is two and a half weeks, so it's a long time. Um, but we'll be partnering with um, our friends from Ukraine, Brian and Lena. Um, they don't currently live in Ukraine, but partnering with their ministry, um, we'll be helping them just with a conference for university students. Um, so kind of leading out in that, some of our um, students that are going are actually around that college age, so they will actually get to one, help with the conference, but two, participate and like, be in small groups with those from other countries and yeah, the surrounding so countries. Yeah. So basically that entire Eurasian region, so like Eastern Europe, Central Asia, um, is kind of the countries that will be coming in. Yeah. So. And we've done something like this before. You went on yes. the yep. last four, year. So four years ago, 2019, yeah. we yeah. went to basically the same the same conference. It was in uh, Lviv, Ukraine at the time. Yeah. What stands out to you thinking about about that uh, that conference that experience? Like, what what are some of the goals that are coming out of something like this? Yeah, so they're they're taking leadership students. Um, so the idea would be like I, I think of Super Summer, um, you know, compared to yeah, maybe like Falls Creek or yeah. something like where yeah. we take uh, those who ideally you know are already believers um, have shown some leadership qualities, um, and so this is leadership development for believers, and so they have seminars on um, sharing the gospel, uh, dealing with, you know, uh, atheism, dealing, you know, how to approach people, apologetics type things. Yeah, exactly. Um, But also discipleship things, you know, how to strengthen your your faith. And and they come from, as she said, you know, they kind of come from all over. So it's uh, a lot of different cultures. And if I remember, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but where we think of Super Summer, like, you know, the Latin kids and the Tulsa kids may not get along, but this is part of this is you're bringing in Absolutely. multiple cultures yeah. that maybe don't see eye to eye on a yeah. lot of a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And if you've watched the news in the past year, <laughs> yeah. you know that there's a lot of tension in this area. Um, so it's much more than just, you know, I don't like them because they're from my school. I mean, there's a lot of war going on um, between different countries. And so those countries are sending students that will be together. Um, and so it's kind of neat just to see. And we even experienced this when we were in Ukraine, just to see the beginning of the trip, how you can kind of tell that tension. Um, but by the end of the trip, just the commonality is Christ and how they overcome some of those differences and still are friends despite everything going on in their home countries, which is cool. Yeah. Caitlin, you kind of come into this as a as a newbie, a little bit of an outsider on in terms of what to expect. What what are you thinking about heading into this? I'm I'm pretty excited. I feel like it's gonna be different from the other mission trips I've done before. Usually I mean the only other two I've done before it's Nicaragua, Africa and usually you're going in like I knew I was going in and I knew with Nicaragua there was going to be a language barrier, so but we were doing like BBS and just kind of running that whole show. And then in Africa, I knew I was going to be staying at a girl's home and sharing the gospel with them. And this one, I I don't really know what to expect. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know, it's going to be a surprise to me when I get there, but I'm really excited and looking forward to it. And just definitely getting to know all the different cultures that are coming in and seeing what they're learning and all their little conferences that they're going to be doing. Yeah. Anything we'd missed on that trip in particular, Kennedy or Jeff, that you guys want to want to share kind of about what's going on here? So, 
Yeah, I think our team will just come alongside Brian and um, their staff and just help them put on the conference. We actually, our team is in charge of a lot of the team like building and bonding that will happen between small groups. So that's kind of fun to be the outsiders coming in and just helping them bond as small groups because they put small groups with people from every different country. So um, that'll be a fun experience for our team. Yeah. So we think about this. You're gone how many days? Eight, 18, 18 days on something like this? Going over there, participating in something like this. This is the conversation I want us to have. And this is, Emmaus, as you, as you listen to this and think about excitement that our church family has about mission trips and, and doing missions and things like that, there's a larger discussion that goes on of whether or not we should even be doing short-term mission trips like this. Like, why is it worth the time? Is it worth the money? You know, what what's happening? And so that may surprise people to hear that just because they hear mission trips and like, oh, let's go for it. But Kennedy, I know you're aware of this. There's this larger discussion of are short-term mission trips a good thing? Are they a good use of money, a good use of time, that that sort of thing? So I thought we would we would have this uh, debate, if you will, just kind of around the table and, and talk some of these things out because it impacts our church family and in a lot of ways how we how we think about these about these things. So thinking about, let's take the negative side first, like should we be going on mission trips and, and we'll just take the no, like it's not a good idea. Kennedy, what are some things you can think of like reasons we would not go on trips like this? Yeah. I think just hearing conversations from different people that are on the field, um, there's at least one story from every missionary on the field of a short-term team that's done damage um, more than they've been helpful. Yeah. Um, and that's why we just try to be intentional about every trip because we don't want to come in and be the people that we think, oh, we're the Americans, so we know how to do church. We know how to do this. That's not the goal that we want to have in place. And sadly, there are short-term teams out there that have done that, that have gone to a country that they may not know a whole lot about but come in as if they're the experts and it's done more damage than it has done good. So that can be a really difficult barrier in short-term trips. Yeah, I think about when Amanda and I lived in New Orleans and you would always have groups that would, religious groups, church groups that would would come in to New Orleans and they would just parachute in, do their things, never connect with a church that was on the ground. And as someone living there, you thought, we still have to be here <laughs> when you're gone. Like, and the way you're going about this is, is not helpful. It's making it harder for us to have spiritual conversations with people. And so I don't know anywhere what, you know, missionaries experience around the world. I, just, I do know the feeling, though, of being in a place like New Orleans and groups would come in and you're like, yeah. oh, you almost just cringe because, oh, what's, what's this going to... So I think we do have to be aware of that culturally. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we, what are we taking... Are we making things harder for them? What, what else jumps out? Some, If you were debating the, the con side of this, the negative. I think one of the things that comes up is just the cost. So, I mean, even even a, a trip as small as this, five people, um, we're, you know, we're spending a decent amount of money on um, on plane tickets and uh, lodging and food and, and things like that. I've, I've even heard kind of the criticism of you'd be better off just taking that money and sending it over to the missionaries. Um, there, so I think I think that's kind of a hurdle for some people is um, just just how much it costs. Could yeah. that money be better spent, you know, in other ways? Absolutely. Well, and you even said right there, uh, five people. So you're you're taking you know five people out of a church of five hundred. Like, why do those five get to go? You know, on a trip like this, what you know, it, it 
short-term mission trips by their very nature seem to be limiting in terms of the number of people that you can you can engage. Uh, some other, what were some other negatives if anything comes to mind? Uh, I think that follow-up, like what you had mentioned earlier, just how some short-term teams go and don't have people on the ground. Um, and so, for instance, let's say that you're evangelizing in this area and then you just leave. Like, what's the follow-up there? Um, And that can be really dangerous because you want people on the ground to continue that discipleship. Um, And so that can be a barrier, too, to short-term make Does it make a difference, you know? Or groups, the famous example is a group goes in and they're just, they're going to paint a building. Like, Mm -hmm. there was nobody in the whole country that, you know, could paint the building. And in some sense, you're taking work away from, you know, local laborers who probably needed that work. And here we come in painting the building. Uh, Amaius, if you want to ever, you know, run down this rabbit trail, there's a famous book called When Helping Hurts, mm-hmm. which I think is, it's not the only book about this yeah. topic, mm-hmm. but it's kind of become the the go-to book to, to think through some of these things. So Yeah, super helpful, yeah. especially when navigating um, those mission trips that we take in like third world countries. Yeah. Um, it's a really helpful yeah. book to read. Well... Kennedy, it was it was nice knowing you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guess I'm done. <laughs> Those are bad ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're gonna go cancel. Hope you really trip. enjoyed the last. Yeah. You, you've done an amazing job the last year, you know. So, yeah. uh, but but well, my job's not There's needed. Your, there, there goes your job. So, yeah. uh, okay. Well, thankfully that's not the only thing we think about short-term mission trips. So let's let's uh, flip it quickly before we, we lose Kennedy yeah. here. Uh, let's let's debate on the pro side in in favor of these trips. Like, what are how do we speak? And, and advocate for there's value in trips like this. What do you guys think about that? I think one of the things is, is it's something that's kind of hard to measure, but the way sending a team connects you with those missionaries. So we, you know, in our budget, we have a list of missionaries that we support. And if we're not going over there and getting involved in their work, it's really easy for that to just become a disconnected, we're just writing them a check, you know, we're not, we're not really plugged in. So even even just the value of us getting to go be on be hands-on with them and then to come back to our church and say hey yeah we saw these these are real people like they're actually doing doing work over there this is there's a lot of value added to our our partnership with those missionaries i think goes goes a really long way yeah and you've talked kennedy specifically I mean, this is one of jim your dad got this kind of ball rolling for us thinking about missions but i know it's huge for you is a lot of our task on these trips is encouraging those who are who are on the ground just just yeah, talk about your heart absolutely. on that a little bit so yeah I think I mean like what I talked about earlier with the con of a lot of teams can do a lot of harm um, we want to be intentional that we're not one of those teams that comes in and does the harm that we are one of those teams that comes in that when we leave those missionaries are feeling refreshed they're feeling encouraged Um, especially our missionaries that don't have a whole lot of believers around them or maybe have a smaller church. So they're not getting that constant encouragement like what our church Emmaus would get on a weekly basis um, because they're pretty much the believers in that area. And so um, just being intentional about, okay, what are we doing on these trips that's helping them in their ministry, that's coming alongside them and building up their ministry, that it doesn't feel like a task to these ministries or these missionaries that they're seeing, oh, this team is coming in and they're helping build my ministry. Um, And also just how can we encourage them and just fellowship with them as missionaries because they may not get that as regularly as we do here in the States. 
Yeah, no, I love that. I think about, and Caitlin, I'd love for you to speak to this, um, but I think about the way that going on a trip like this, a short-term trip, if done in the right way, it can impact your life for years to come. You know, it changes something about you on a trip like this that might not happen otherwise if you don't if you don't take that step. Have you experienced some of that? And- yes. Yeah, so when I went to Nicaragua, that was probably my big like trip where I went with a big team. Um, when I went to Africa, I just went with one other person. It was just the two of us. But um, when I went to Nicaragua, we went with a big team, and that. I mean, it was just incredible. And it's kind of like your guys' Panama trip. It was something my church did once a year, and it was with the Little One Ministry, um, if you guys have ever heard of that. But basically all summer long, the Little little One Ministry would bring in a team or a church um, for like one week. And each week that team um, would build a new house for our family. And then our team, we luckily we got to go during the week where they did VBS. So we got to do VBS. And then we got to put on a basketball tournament and a baseball tournament. And I feel like just working as a team to do all that and to show these kiddos love, I mean, it created relationships that just, I mean, incredible, like lasted for, I mean, to, to this day, we can still talk about that time, that, that trip I took when I was 18, I'm 25 now, and um, it's pretty incredible to get to go as a team and build that relation, like get to serve and like build a relationship with those people around you who you barely know and suddenly you're best friends with yeah. them. Cause you so just gl- did that. I'm so glad you went that direction with your answer. I, I think I was thinking it, but that that's so good the way it does when you serve together, you travel mm-hmm. together, you do. You build inside jokes, you build bonds, yeah. you build, you know, those things that you, you you come back with. It changes your perspective even about the way you think about where you live now. You go somewhere else, you see something else, and it really changes the way you see your own life and how am I using my time. And, and on that money question, I mean, there's a big difference between a cost, you know, spending money and investing money in, mm-hmm. in kingdom efforts. And so we can look Absolutely. at, you know, this trip costs X dollars. And to Jeff's point, one of the arguments is, well, why don't you just send X dollars overseas? Well, we wanted, I mean, it's a both and for sure, but there's also a little bit of an elitist American mindset that comes with that, that somehow like the answer is just our money going over there, you know, where there's an investment that happens when you go and you partner together and you encourage and it brings the body uh, of Christ together. So Absolutely. definitely, but I love that what you said about the team, the team element, mm-hmm. the way it, it bonds you. Absolutely. And for those of you that are listening that maybe like just don't know how you feel about short term trips, like we'd love to one sit down with you. But I know one person and I'm going to throw his name under the bus. He's not a member (laughs) at Emmaus, but he's uh, done incredible work in missions just in Oklahoma and Oklahoma Baptist. And that's Mike Wall. Um, And man, he would be able to answer a lot of these pros and cons really well. And he's been one that's led short-term trips really well and I personally have just learned a lot about like what's healthy in a short-term trip from him so like man I'd love to just (laughs) have you sit down with Mike Wall and he can you know go through some of this stuff too because he um just his connections that he's made and his trips that he's sent has taught me a lot but has also um taught even partners on the field of like this is what a short-term trip looks like too yeah oh man huge swing and miss on my part that we have not had Mike Wall on the yeah. podcast. So when you get back in the fall, yeah, we'll bring Mike, we, Mike is, <laughs> yeah. and, and because the conversation you're wanting people to have with Mike, we need to get that on 
on record with yeah. him to, oh, to yeah. have that conversation. So, okay, Emmaus, in the fall, early fall, we're getting Mike Wall <laughs> on the podcast because that's that's the kind of person we need, you know, speaking speaking into this. And our hope is somebody takes a short-term trip, and for some people, that leads into God calling them to a lifelong commitment yeah. to, to mission work. And a lot of, I have no numbers on this, no way to prove <laughs> this, but my guess is a lot of the people on the field full-time would have gone, there's probably very few on the field full-time that didn't first go on a short-term trip. You, you take a short-term trip and then God does something yeah. in your heart and he calls you to to something that then becomes a life a lifelong commitment on that. So. There's, there's kind of that cliche you hear out there, like some things have to be caught, not taught. Oh, that's I, so good. I, I yeah. think involvement in missions is one of those. It's, Man, that's it's hard to understand it until you really get out there and, and, and yeah. do it. And then mm-hmm. the heart change that happens is, is something that yeah. uh, is very helpful. That's good. Well, I think, Emmaus, as we think about, uh, you know, how do we take this and then bring it into proclaiming and displaying Jesus to our neighbors, uh, it seems we probably oversay it and we have to be careful with how we say it in, in the church, but we are all on mission. I mean, we are on mission right where God's placed us. And so hopefully we'd love for a huge number of our people to go on a short-term trip, but just remember, like, where God has placed you, where you live, learn, work, play, sharing the gospel right there. Um, let's be a people who pray for our mission partners. Kennedy, I know you're working hard to keep people in front of us, and so we want to continue to pray. Uh, we want to give financially, that we are making kingdom investments with, with our finances, and investing in these trips, investing in these partnerships is is part of it, and then when God opens the door, we're going to go. Uh, and so we want to be able to do that. Uh, Jeff, would you, uh, would you pray for us? And yeah. We'll, we'll wrap up. Father, we praise you for um, just the opportunity that we have to talk about what is your work um, God, yeah, and we right. thank you for the opportunity for us to, to get to be involved and get to take trips and to pray and to give. Um, God, we thank you that that is a blessing uh, both to us and around the world uh, for the opportunity to be a part of your plan uh, for your people all over. So God, I pray that you would be with the the trips that are coming up uh, to Georgia and to Panama and elsewhere, um, God, I pray that you would be with those teams, um, that the things that we've talked about, the heart change and the connection and um, the growth uh, would would happen, and that it would be an opportunity for those people to be encouraged, uh, for your kingdom to be spread uh, and to grow. God, we love you. We ask that you would uh, remind us of your gospel in all things that we do, that everything that we Um, think and say and move towards would be about advancing your gospel. We love you. We thank you for your son. That's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, Emmaus. We'll see you soon.